Dave. Good afternoon, evening, Ian. I know, it's uh, an early recording for us, but we have too many things to talk about to do niceties. That's Dave, this is Ian, this is Apex Adjacent Podcast. On the show today, we will be doing some My Eyes. Okay. We will be doing some guest FMK cars. Yep. We will be doing some other things that Dave cryptically wrote on the <laughs> on the talk about, so I don't know what it's about, and a research rabbit hole that I fell down. But before all of that, we have very, very important news. We do? We do. So as everybody probably knows, this last weekend, um, or this last week, uh, Tesla announced and unveiled uh, their newest uh, vehicle, the Cybertruck. Yes, they did. They yes. did. And I think as of this recording, they're already up to like 160-some thousand pre-orders. Oh, wow. Okay. And have raised okay. tons and tons of, do- of dollars, and there's been lots and lots said about it. And I regret to inform you all that a few media outlets, a couple of them, have, uh, have pipped us on the scoop. They've scooped us just a, 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 a little bit on it. <laughs> because we know you come to team uh, to Apex Adjacent. Mm-hmm. Woo! We, we know you come to Apex Adjacent for that up-to-date yeah. news. Yes, but here's what all of those other media outlets missed. Right. We not, might not be the first, but we are going to give you some kind of unique Apex Adjacentness. Nope. This We're time, not? This time, no. <laughs> we are the first. We are the first? I haven't told you this yet no we have an exclusive dave what we have an exclusive tesla unveiling you're kidding only here on apex adjacent so there's is is elon like outside the blanket board doors we don't need elon he he sent us over a uh, a press release which i'll read from in just a a moment which is what most of the automotive press does they just read elon's uh true Without any sort of <laughs> scrutiny whatsoever. The unbreakable blanket four doors. Exactly. <laughs> um, wow. <laughs> but yes, there there is another new Tesla announcement. You're kidding and me. And it's debuting right here, right now. I don't know what you I don't know what you had to do to get this, but Thank you, Ian. <laughs> Unspeakable things. So I'm gonna show, I'm gonna put up a picture. Oh god, Ian's driving. And then and then I'm going to read the press release. Okay. It's, right. This is very exciting, Dave. <laughs> okay. This is... Uh, you're, you're telling me like I'm not on edge, ready to go. Yeah. it's. Uh, this is not an artist render. This is a, a photograph. I just want to... <laughs> this is a photograph <laughs> announcing the 2021... Okay, 2021. Tesla... Uh-huh. Tech buggy. <laughs> it's the tech buggy, everybody. The tech buggy. Now... <laughs> I'm just going to read the Tesla press release. <laughs> you guys need to watch this on YouTube if you're only listening to the audio thing. The, uh, but let, can I, should I describe it? Oh, yeah, for the audio listeners. For the audio listeners. In all its majesty, please describe it. In all its it. majesty. It looks like Ian exercised his Microsoft Paint skills. Um, photograph, <laughs> photography skills, I think you mean. And drew a blue hexagon with a blue rectangle. Yeah. And two black circle wheels. Right. It is the, the Tesla tech buggy. Yeah. Um, it has. I'm gonna just gonna kind of read and slight <laughs> slash paraphrase from the from the 
press release that Elon sent, uh, uh, emailed me. He actually DM'd it to me. <laughs> he slid into your DMs? He did. Just in a cloud of weed smoke and grime songs? Uh-huh. <laughs> It has a range of 1,000 miles. Really? No pedals or steering wheel. Really? And there's a sandwich dispenser in the center <laughs> console. Like you just, you you imagine a sandwich and it just, we open the center console and it just appears in there. Hot or cold. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Okay. It's amazing. Um, there's also a highly street illegal rear facing flamethrower. <laughs> That's an optional extra. I like that your photograph wasn't detailed enough to get that in. I, it just was a bad angle for that. <laughs> so you couldn't quite, you can't quite see it in there. It is a high res <laughs> picture. Is this 8K? What is this? Yeah. Did you get the Hubble to take this picture? Yeah, this is actually in 7D, <laughs> uh, which is another thing that Elon is coming out with <laughs> later. Um, and and while Tesla definitely oh, wow. doesn't care about anything as gauche as pre-orders, and they definitely don't rely on them for their very survival, Right. Uh, they have had, at press time, 207,000 pre-orders. <laughs> In the first four minutes. Uh, since you announced it. Since I announced just now. Uh, and they've raised $46 million. Okay. Um, and this car will for sure be real and shipped to you soon. Um, it's amazing that they were able to make such quick progress with that. Seeing how we're just recording this and this is not going out live. It's a, It really is just a testament to, to, to Elon's uh, world-changing engineering abilities. Um, and as always, there's one last line here, and I, I think this is important to get in. Oh. As you know, as a journalist, I think it's important to read all of the press release. Absolutely. Nose to toes, if you will. Yeah. As always, if you don't like this or you have anything negative to say about it, yeah. you are a miserable Tesla short yep. who hates humanity and the environment. Exactly. So, yep. um, yeah. Everybody, <laughs> the tech buggy uh, order. The website is available for orders right now. Operators are standing by. Would you please read that website address where you can pre-order it? Yes, 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 yes. It's, it's uh, www. Okay. Dot tech buggy. Wait, I think there's a fourth W in there. It's Elon's. It's a, it's a silent one. Okay. Tech buggy. Dot uh, Silicon Valley BJ. Dot Elon. Dot gov. Dot biz. Dot lol. <laughs> If you don't register Tech Buggy by the time this show is over, I'm going to be very disappointed in you. Jerk. <laughs> so Ian's been reading the news. It's the Tech Buggy! <laughs> wow, the Cybertruck. What can we say? <laughs> I really like that, Ian. Do you like how I didn't even bother to center it? <laughs> Like it's off center, and I. <laughs> yeah, that's not just because the picture's too big for the browser. No, that's Ian's poor center. Yep. I, so so this is this was rendered in what application? Um, uh, preview. Okay. Mac OS preview. Drawing <clears throat> shapes in preview. Uh huh. Wow. I have to say, I you have really stepped your game up from what you've been able to do in paint. Thank you. Although I do feel like your paint had a more analog, yeah, uh, kind of warmth to it. Well, if I I didn't think about it because I was going to do it on my Windows machine at home and use paint and hand draw it, okay. I, which I really think would have lent another just nice element to yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But I think this is actually better. I do. I do. I think, I think you really hit this one on the nose. Yeah. I've seen construction trucks that look like that. Right? Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, this looks like something that before it was childproof that your child would play with. Yeah. Before they sanded down the sharp edges uh-huh. from the from the plastic mold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I love it, Ian. Good job. Fucking Elon Musk, man. Fucking Elon Musk. Okay. All right. Should we actually talk about the Cybertruck We now? should talk about the Cybertruck. Let me pull up pictures of the Cybertruck. I think I nailed also the beats of the yes. Tesla... Uh, rollout you, as well. You absolutely <laughs> nailed the beats of the Tesla rollout from the Tesla announcement, the hype, the journalistic uh, boom, mm-hmm. uh, you know, big bang contraction. Yeah, it's called uh, an orgasm, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> My wife and I went and saw the the planetarium thing about black holes narrated by Liam Neeson. Oh, yeah? Yeah, so it's all about... Yeah. Collapsing. Does it say that they have a certain set of skills? (laughs) Says you're going to be quite taken with this presentation. (laughs) As will all of the light. (laughs) That's a black hole joke for for all of you. Uh huh. Yep. Do you get it? Yep. Because the black hole will take the light because it has so much gravity. Uh huh. But he also takes things Uh or has things taken from him. Uh huh. I guess that is more of it. I've actually never seen that movie. Me neither. Oh, oh, so anyway, but cyber you, truck. You've, you've covered the life cycle of right. a Tesla press announcement, right? Right. right, right. Okay, I'm gonna Google images of Cybertruck. Cybertruck. Okay. Can we just talk about the name too? We can definitely talk about the name. <clears throat> I think it's called the Cybertruck because it will only exist in cyberspace. When did Elon Musk turn into the Duke Nukem Forever of the automotive industry? <laughs> Right? Yeah. Right? Ian? Yeah. I don't know. Why is <sighs> Cybertruck? Yeah, this um wow. wow, you're really Yeah. This is going well. I know, right? Okay. Tesla Cybertruck. Okay. So it is an all-electric vehicle. Mm-hmm. It's built on their in-house platform. Mhm. They say it's going to have a 500 mile range and start at under 40 grand. Uh huh. Just like the Model 3 star- is a $35,000 EV. Right. 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 Okay. All right. What else? Um, it's a pickup truck. It, it, well, it's ostensibly a pickup truck. Ostensibly a pickup truck. It has some pretty wild styling. It does. Which everyone is kind of talking about. You're just going to have to not do free use. Yeah. Unbreakable windows that broke during the demonstration. Right. (laughs) Also, is it even legal to have ballistic glass that you drive around with? It's certainly not legal to not have uh, side view mirrors. Right. That is a thing that is definitely not legal. Or uh, um, a middle high center uh, taillight, right? Right, yeah. There's no third taillight. And also the taillights are on movable pieces of bodywork. Oh, no, that's not good. They have to be on fixed pieces of bodywork. That is correct. Yeah. Um, And it's... I mean, it is certainly striking and all of that. And I think on balance, still, Tesla does deserve praise. Right. For just moving this part of the the market forward and everything, you know, for making electric vehicles sexy and all of that. Look, it's got a Pontiac Aztec uh, on it. It does. However. However. It's pretty clear uh-huh. that, um, you know, it's, <laughs> they, they do have a lot of vaporware. They, they have do. that, and they have that Silicon Valley, we work 
sort of feel of like, if we're not growing, we're dying. And so we have to grow our way out of everything. And the only way to do that is endless hype cycles. Right, right. And it's just not sustainable for a company that needs to be around long enough to service and produce and maintain all these vehicles. Right, right. So, yeah, I think everyone's skepticism is is earned. Right. Especially around the criticism for that hype cycle that uh, relying on pre-sales. Right. In, uh, to build the truck. I mean, basically, you're, you're doing a Kickstarter for a truck. Uh, right, which is insane. Right. And also, they're losing money on every Model 3 that goes out the door. Okay. So, this is very much like a, they have to keep this like this is a ponzi scheme yes they have to that that's how those things operate right and you don't want your car maker operating like that because no. then you end up in situations like this guy's in where you have a car by a dead automaker right who's not around to like make parts <laughs> you know or spend a little bit of time figuring out why you're all, why a bunch of random all-wheel drive systems across the country kind of fail around similar conditions right yeah so, I mean, there's a lot of reasons to be skeptical of this. There's a lot of reasons to be happy that it exists, I guess. Right. But there shouldn't be much hope that if you put your money down that you're going to get a Cybertruck anywhere near at the cost of what you thought it was going to be. Right. When you thought it was going to be delivered. Right. Or that it's going to end up being anything like this. Right. Yes. I, like, from... <laughs> My perspective, this this kind of seems like I'm looking at something that I don't quite mind looking at, mm-hmm. right? But the frame that I'm viewing it through, the windowsill, yeah. is something that I absolutely do not want to be near. I don't want to be in the house that houses that window that gives me that view. Right, right. I okay? see what you mean, yeah. Right? So, I... It, off the top of my head, right? If somebody's making a truck that looks basically like an Apple II E mouse, right? <laughs> Did you see that tweet? No. Yeah, that's really funny. Uh, here, yeah, uh, that's app, really funny. Apple II, yeah, I, I, E mouse. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah, yep. Ian. No, yep. you're totally right. Right. Yeah. I knew it. Like as soon as you said that. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It is. That's amazing. It is. Um, okay. So I wasn't the first one to think of that someone on Twitter did. Um, but so when it comes to just the overall striking look of it and whether or not when I see it, do I feel like it is a, it, it is a positive divergence from the direction that automotive design is going in today? Right. Yes. I like it. That's, that's the part where I enjoy the view. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, people, I mean, everybody says that vehicles are too boring, but nobody buys vehicles that are not, um, uh, what's the three box, not three box, uh, but the, um, oh God, uh, asymmetrical. Nobody oh, buys no, okay, asymmetrical yeah, yeah, yeah. vehicles, right? The right, Nissan right. cube dried up, right, right, all yeah. that stuff. Nobody buys those. Mm-hmm. No, nobody like really endorses like big swings when it comes to automotive design, unless you operate at the hypercar level, mm-hmm. right? Nobody does that at the consumer level, right? There's weird, there's like when a Nissan juke is like, Jesus Christ, that's the weirdest car in the world. Yeah. You're not really, you're like your spectrum for weird. It's not really that wide, man. Mm-hmm. Right. That widens the spectrum, the, the, the cyber truck. It is. But I think you just got to like do that internal, you ever, you know, 
everyone in their life, everyone has someone in their lives uh-huh. where when you talk to them, you like, you automatically rewrite the things that they say to be like, to match reality. Right? Okay. Like, okay. If you have a friend who like exaggerates all the time, yes. you just okay. automatically in your head you you do that mental math yes. subtraction. Right, right. Without having to think about it. Yes. Right? It's just yes. like secondhand. Yep. And so I think with Tesla, it makes sense, and Elon Musk in particular, it makes sense to kind of like say, okay, this is our new product launch. And you just kind of like in your head do the math to make that say this is a concept. Right. 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 Absolutely. As a concept vehicle. This is super cool and exactly. interesting and weird and I'm happy that it exists. Right, right. But as a like a way to fund a, a business on which a lot of people depend and who a lot of people are waiting on cars for and stuff like that. Yeah. Eh, it's pretty skeezy. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. Yeah. That's my that's my take on it. So as a concept vehicle, I think it's interesting and cool. I don't want one. Right. Uh, I do think it's funny that a lot of like the fan the fans out there are talking about how futuristic it looks when, I mean, it looks futuristic from like 1985. Right. Yeah. It looks like Billy Idol cyberpunk. Yeah. Um, futuristic. It looks like right. back to the future too futuristic. Right. Right. Which is, I mean, cool. Right. You want to go right. for that. They had a pretty sweet Ford probe in back to the future too. Yes, that's true. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm kind of here nor there on the styling to be honest. Yeah. Because I don't think it's going to be real. <laughs> right. So it's hard for me to get super excited about it. Yeah. I mean, that doesn't look dissimilar, actually. It doesn't. It doesn't. No, it doesn't, Ian. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It looks like some of those, like, um, those crazy hot, super high MPG cars that would be made mm-hmm. by universities and stuff like that. Like those the solar, solar cars. Solar cars, yeah. Yeah, that they would uh, make. I would always see those in Popular Mechanics when I was a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was supposed to be set in 2015. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. So, I, I don't know. So, we're, if it if this did, actually, let's say uh-huh. let's say this did roll off the assembly line tomorrow and we started seeing them out in the wild, just like yeah. it is here. They yeah. able to, were able to do some sort of, you know, deal with the NT, NTSB and, like, right. get it legalized. Would you be happy that it's out on the road? From, I... I just from a stylistic, from a stylistic standpoint, yes. Okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. What about from a public safety point of view? Not quite. I am very concerned about the angle on the on the front roof. I am also a like, little concerned. Yeah. yeah. The like pedestrian. Uh huh. Yeah. The pedestrian slicer dicer, if you will. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um. I'm also a little concerned about. Have you seen that he is claiming that it does not have a brake pedal? No. Yeah, he's claiming that it doesn't have a brake pedal because it doesn't need one. Because the autopilot is so advanced. No. 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 <laughs> no. I mean, not happy about that. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Like, I feel like if you're going... I would be less incredulous about that if if he said it doesn't have any controls. Right. I was just going to say tech buggy. Yeah. It should have no, no controls. controls. Way to fucking one-up Elon Musk, Ian. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I mean, he he did. It. I mean, that's his uh, next. That's the next car, the true, tech buggy. True, but it should have no controls, 
or all of the controls. <laughs> right, right. There should not be some There's, of the controls. <laughs> right, right. You're exactly right. That's not how that works. Right, right. So in, in modern jetliners, right, right, that like smooth out the controls and stuff like that, right. they don't just have like a pure smoothing algorithm. Right. Right? It's just like... They right. have controls. They don't have a big button that says land. <laughs> right, right, right. That's a yeah. terrible idea. Y- you know what? Th- so that is the um, automated parking taken to the next level, right? Because with mm. the automatic parking, you still control the gas and brake. Right. It takes care of all the steering for you. Right. And there is a little, it's unsettling. It's weird. Right. You know, actually, the person who had a really good, like, little rant on this was Richard Hammond. Okay. He, I think it was a standalone video that he posted or something, but he talked about um, sort of, like, augmented driving systems. Uh-huh. And he put it in terms of how, that a lot of other people are doing now, too, of, like, what it's like in aviation, mm-hmm. where you have to know who is you have to positively know who is in control yes. of the aircraft or the car at all times. Right. And when you don't, that's when bad things happen. Yes. That's exactly what happened with the 737 MAX crashes, is that yep. basically they didn't know who was in control. Right. What was an authentic source of data? Correct. Yes, right. that's a good way of looking at it, too. Um, and so the not knowing that you, if you are in control or not, is right. not a good way to operate and removing one of the things that you know to be vital to driving. Right, right. But not the other ones is right. not a good way to do that either. Right, right. Automated parking is one thing because that happens at five miles an hour. See, that? that's right. Low risk. And nothing else around you is moving. Right. Right. Presumably. Yeah, I keep telling my mother that, like, you should use it on your Ford Edge. This is the easiest problem that these people have ever solved. Right. Right. Oh, Cybertruck. Cybertruck. Yeah. Now, the question is, would you prefer the Cybertruck or the tech buggy? Tech buggy. 100%. Tech buggy? But, uh, but let me get, let me get mm-hmm. back because you posed a question to me. I want to put it back to you. Would you be happy if you saw this out on the road from a stylistic perspective? I would be because, I, I, like you said, I, I'm on the same page as you have. Just right. like, wow, that's bonkers. It's just diversifying the foliage right. of the automotive landscape. Right. I would be super, super happy to see it in like 30 years. Right. right. Like, oh, shit, it's one of those. Right. There you go. Right. Yeah. Like how even if even if this is a total failure, if there's like three of them on the road and you see one of them right. in like 30 years, that would be genuinely exciting no matter what a fucking dumpster fire this is. I, I would be just as happy like as I am when I see a Chrysler Conquest today. Right. 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 Like, oh, wow. Sweet. Yeah. Right? But I'm not going to line up to buy one. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Would you take, okay, would you take a Raptor? Would you mm-hmm. take a Cybertruck? Mm-hmm. Would you take a Longhorn? Mm-hmm. And I would let you delete whatever filigree you wanted on the Longhorn. I would take the Raptor. You would take the Raptor? Of course I would. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. 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 I mean, I like the idea of an electric truck. I do. Absolutely. What's the other one? Riven or Raw? Oh, yeah. The Riven? Riven, yeah. Riven, I think. R1V or something like that? Did I? No. Rivian? R1T. Rivian. Rivian. Yeah. 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 yeah that's, yeah. Re- that's a really badass looking truck. Yeah. Whenever it. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I kind of forgot about that, honestly. Everyone has. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's a cool looking truck. It too. is. It looks great. Yeah. 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 No, I think the idea of a, I mean, it makes sense to do an electric truck because you need torque. Yeah. And you don't care if it's heavy. Right. Like all the things that make an electric sports car kind of unworkable work well in a truck setting. Right. What if, what it's if just making of, the frame strength, right? That, yeah. That's the big yeah. uh, thing that's, that's hard. What, what if the trailer that you were towing was at also a giant battery? Oh, right. Yeah. Right. Well, would that make sense though? Would that yeah, be? Yeah, absolutely. But would that not be more inefficient? But, but all the storage that you get? No, that's true. Right. Yeah. From a trailer? Yeah. Right. Like th- think if you have a skateboard chassis for a camper. Right, right, right. Okay, I see what you're saying. Right? But I'm saying with the weight that you would be, extra weight that you'd be pulling on, would it be more of a benefit? Or would the battery capacity of that be more of a benefit than the extra weight you've added that you're towing now? From the batteries? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Or what if those, what if the trailer had its own drive motors? Right. Oh, that would be cool. Well, sketchy. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be sketchy. Right. Or its own, it's more brakes to recover. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, Cybertruck. I'm, I'm, I will be very happy if it's real. Yeah. Because it's not going to end up like, like the launch. Yes. Thing. So I will be happy if it's real and it does come out. I don't think that's going to happen. Right. And also there seem to be a lot of troubling things happening with Tesla. Right. In regards to this, surrounding this. And I think Matt Farah was on Twitter today yeah. talking about a lot of them. Yeah, he's been on point being, yes. being um, skeptical and, and... Absolutely. Calling it Tesla's business practices out for what they are. Right. He's, been a, he's done a good job of like keeping things in perspective yes. on that. Yes. As, as have others. Yes. On, on, uh, on the Twitters. Yes. Yes, the planet is burning. Okay. Mm. We all agree. You cannot like the Cybertruck, like you said, right. in your own Tesla announcement. Yeah. You cannot like the, the tech, tech buggy. buggy, and it's okay. Right. You're not like outside with two barrels of Aquanet hairspray, right. double gunning into the ozone layer. Well, I mean, it's 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 it would be like if somebody told you, you just like that I have cancer. That's why you. Put the snake oil salesman in jail. Right. 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 Elon Musk is not the savior of humanity. Right. Everybody calm down. (laughs) Just a bit. Right. (laughs) I'm pretty sure when the savior of humanity shows up, they're not going to go on Joe Rogan. (laughs) (laughs) That's how you know. That's how you, that's the one test. (laughs) That's really funny. <laughs> oh my god! Okay. And today here we're here with the savior of humanity. Yeah. What's up, bro? S- stay tuned for the next four hours. Exactly. Um. All right. Okay. So let's move on. Okay. That's right. the Cybertruck. I okay. think we covered it. I think we did, Ian. Can't believe we got a Tesla exclusive. It's so. Crazy. I know, right? Tesla exclusive. <laughs> 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 all right. Okay. Moving beyond Cybertruck. Let's, I, let's do some my eyes. Okay. All right. What have you seen out there in the world? Let's see. That's did, not a Cybertruck. Did any of did any of my pictures come over? Let's find out. Well, you're showing everybody. I am showing. Okay. How the sausage is made. I am. No, but no, it didn't come over yet. All right. Dave broke OneDrive. I did. I managed to I managed to really throw Microsoft OneDrive for a big old loop. Yeah. Yep. Um 
Okay, let me grab this picture. Uh, how about we talk about the one that you saw real quick? Okay. Yeah. I actually saw this like the other week. Yeah. You're going to have to kind of zoom in. Okay. But this is a Mustang GT that I saw in traffic. Yes. Um, and it has the license plate third pedal. Oh, okay. All right. It is a uh, a uh, a manual enthusiast slash evangelist. Yeah. Yeah, doing it. Doing it in your Mustang. That was it. Okay. That's the whole thing. Third pedal. Third pedal. It it it, it well is well done. It is what it says on the box. Yeah. Like you like with the Nissan 300ZX uh-huh. twin turbo. Yep. It is what it says on the box, right? Yep, exactly. It's okay. The best. All right. I think you're going to dig this. Did I download these son of a... I yeah. think you did. <sighs> I thought you did. I thought I did. Let's go to my downloads folder, Ian. Yeah. Let's look at this. What is it? What is this stuff here? This yeah. is great stuff for podcast listeners. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. There you nope, go. Nope. That's Donnie's stuff. We're going to get to him. Okay. All right. So I got to download these real quick. Um, I, my wife and I saw an insane car today. Okay. Um... It was a Geo um, something that was converted into a pickup truck and had a lot of very suspicious things in the back of it. Oh. Yeah, my voice is getting real high because I think there might be crimes associated with this <laughs> individual in this car and all that stuff. Okay, here, here you go. So here's picture one, Okay. Oh wow! Geo, yeah. what is that? The, what's the four door Geo sedan? Oh man! Um, yep, Google I'm, it. I'm, I'm, Goog- I'll, I'll look at you. You just keep talking. Sedan. I'm looking at it. It is the prism. Prism. So this is a prism that somebody has converted into a pickup truck. Fantastic. Okay. Now, all right. Okay. Take it for what it's worth. Right. It is a prism hacked mm-hmm. into a pick 'em up truck. There's yeah. There's been a lot of hackery going. A little down bit there. of a king cab actually. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's more of a bishop cab. I true, and I do like that. There is like some kind of coat hook uh-huh. already embedded into the door, but inside the bed of this truck was this. Uh, a few wheels and tires that uh-huh. looks and a bike wheel. From the front, you can usually tell a stolen bike wheel if it's just the front wheel. Right. Because those are usually the ones with quick releases that are not secured. Correct. To a locked source, right? Okay. Um, And also, this is a telltale sign that maybe crimes have been going on with this truck. Uh Uh-huh. It's what's called a universal key. Ian? Yep. What, bolt cutters. Yep. Giant ass bolt cutters. Those really are. I don't know. What I also really, I'm obsessed to. with the bed liner installation. Yeah. Yeah. With the self-tapping screws. Self-tapping rivet screws. they've yeah. had a few goes at. If you go with the, the near one, <laughs> you can see that some of them didn't take. And some of them, they they just threw in whatever That's else. That's a wood had. screw. <laughs> screw. There's a galvanized deck screw. That's amazing. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, uh, here's the strut tower from the rear. Yeah, right. Yeah, this is a person who is, we'll say, um, resourceful. They are. This yeah. is a resourceful person. They are a resourceful person. Um, this is their back window. It looked like just a piece of that's a piece plexiglass. of plexiglass. Plexiglass. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Does not provide a full view of the cab. Yep. More more tap screw. More self tapping screws. Yep. Holding that in. Yeah. That's amazing. 
So, you know. Those are, that's like six different wheels in there. Yeah, Ian, because I have the feeling, correct me if I'm wrong, <laughs> but this person may not be up to any good. Yeah. Yeah. Or. 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 I have no theory. Yeah. I mean, what can you say? <laughs> Geo. There are also prison. just on this vehicle. Uh-huh. Because there's an alloy on the back and uh-huh. a steely in the front. Yep. Oh, and then there's an at least Enki eye, or how do you say that? Enki, Enki, Enki. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. And then there's also at least four different kinds of wheels, car wheels in the back. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're just a mismatched wheel enthusiast. Maybe they are. Maybe they are harlequining their wheels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, saw that today. An intentional stylistic choice. Uh huh. Yep. You see the old man sedan in the background. <coughs> oh, yeah. Hello, old man sedan and a very nice Mini Cooper. Hola. Oh, yeah. I like that Mini back. Cooper. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. A little red mirrors. Great, great little touch on there, red mirrors. I like that. Yeah. Well done, Mini Cooper. Yeah. Keeping my eye on you, Geo. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. That was one of those cars where, like, if somebody's sitting in it, there's no fucking way I'm taking a picture of it. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. Right. But if you say, like, happen across a classic Buick Riviera. Right. In a parking lot. You'd take a picture of it if somebody was sitting inside. And give him a give him yeah. one of these. Right? Good job, right? sir. Not so with this. I'd get hit in the face with those bolt cutters is what would happen <laughs> right. next. Right. Yeah, and then you'd never see Dave again. No. Yeah. You'd just be in the back of that geo uh-huh. Along with the other wheels and bolt cutters, and I'm thinking an engine hoist. Yeah. Whew. Yeah. So there you go. Okay. Okay. All right. So um, let's see. What else do we have on the talk of boots? Let's uh, talk about Donnie. Oh, yes. Yeah. So our good buddy Donnie. Yeah. Friend of the show, can we say? Yep. Sure. We'll say that. Fail Inc. Motorsports on Facebook. Yes. All right. So he has spent the last, uh, over the last week, week and a half, two weeks, something like that, he's been participating in one of the Lemons rallies. Oh. And he has been driving a Cadillac Cimarron. Yes. Do you know what that is, Ian? I do. Okay. The Cimarron? Yeah. Uh, The Cimarron is um, not their finest hour. Uh, If you ask Donnie, I think he may disagree, but go on. Okay. But it's it's the K car, right? It's based on the K car. It is. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to clean up Cybertruck and Geoprism tabs. Yep, it is based on the K car, so it's basically the same as what was the well the Pl- LeBaron LeBaron Plymouth Acclaim. Wait, no, yeah, I think you're right. Was it? Well, that's GM. The K car is is Chrysler. That can't be right. Oh, okay. All right, let's Fuck. go back. Let's get, we're on Wikipedia right now, Ian. We're on Wikipedia right now, buddy. We're automotive experts. Not we a lot are. of people know that. I know. All right, Ian's doing it. Ian's looking at it. Cadillac Cimarron. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. What else is it? That can't be a K-car. I don't know. But it's like the same era. So Donnie's been driving. It's the same as the Cavalier. That's Cavalier. why he said it's not a Cavalier. Yes. We're an idiot. So him. Jesus Christ. Him and some friends. What are we? What was wrong with us? <sighs> J-Body. That's what we were J-body, looking for. J-Body. Thank you. K-car for fuck's sake. Um, <laughs> oh, look at this one. Here's the We're going to edit all that out. <laughs> no, we're not. No. Here's, here's one at a dealer lot that just says make offer on it. That's super clean, actually. It is. <laughs> See, okay. All right. You've got a problem because you looked at a Saab 9.7 on Craigslist and you were like, you know what? I think I might buy that. <laughs> yeah, I'm an idiot. We've, we've, we've covered that. It says sharp right on the windshield, <laughs> so that must mean it's true. Sharp. 
<laughs> they just see you coming from a mile out, don't yeah. they? That's something that only like your dad says. Yeah. Sharp, sharp or slick. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Oh man. Cadillac Simmerins. Yep. That one's not so sharp. That one's not so sharp. That is decidedly blunted. <laughs> but this is back when those trunk luggage luggage racks. Right. Were, did I say luggage rack? You did. Luggage racks. I think it's pronounced Buttigieg. <laughs> You're correct. So Donnie. That's one of my best ever jokes in this show. We should just we should just end it right there. Donnie uh participated in the Lemons Rally with his uh Brownish Cimarron. Okay. And he sent us. Why are you saying Cimarron? Cimarron? What is it? Cimarron. 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 Yeah. Cimarron? Cimarron. Cadillac Cimarron. <laughs> Cimarron. Ian. Yes. The Cadillac Cimarron. Yes. It's a 2.8 liter V6. Yeah. That I know. Uh huh. That's it. Producing what? Like uh, Eight seven horsepower? horsepower. <laughs> <laughs> so. Anyway, Donnie sent us a very nice email about his adventures, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read it, Ian. Okay. Okay. He said, uh, uh, blah, blah, blah. He was, uh, it, he congratulated us on uh, rebranding and relaunching the show with okay. Apex Adjacent. He says he's going to have to get his Team Clear Coat tattoo changed now. Uh, sorry. Sorry about, sorry about that. Yep. Yeah. Um, he said, as purveyors of fine orphan automobiles as we are, mm-hmm. You will hopefully appreciate that I've hung up the keys to the Saturn Ion Redline Comp Pack. She's not gone. She's taking a break. Okay. In the past two weeks, I've driven just shy of 5,000 miles in a four-cylinder, five-speed, brown with brown and red velour, one owner, 66,000 mile. What? 1986 Cadillac Cimarron. Correct. <laughs> and then he says, yes, Florida is the gift that keeps on giving. That's amazing. So he has some great pictures that he sent us. Okay. Okay. That's not it. There it is. Oh. Okay. Yeah. I got to say those factory wheels, not bad. Yeah. Not bad at all. Okay. Yeah. Um, look at those seats, actually. Those yeah. seats actually look pretty nice. For they eight, do. For like 80s GM. Yeah. Brown leather on the outside, red velour in the middle. I like that. They, you'd think they'd be way more sun bleached than that, right? Right. That they would just look gray. Yeah. Yeah. The, no, they are looks, decidedly maroonish. pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Maroonish. Uh, there's the nice patina, mm-hmm. Cimarron. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then here he is with the manual transmission in his hand. I love that. Yep. With the shifter. I love right? it. Yeah. Yep. The leather glove. Donnie, you're freaking doing it right, man. That's amazing. I can't believe you found an a 66,000 mile Cimarron. Right. Like who is preserving that? I don't know, somebody. Yeah. And they seem to do a pretty good job of it. Yeah. Right? Also look look at this just past his hand here, you can see that the ashtray actually says ashtray on it. Well, how else would you know? I know, right? Yeah. 1986, man. Yeah. Right? Now, it's no Oldsmobile Forenza. No. It's one of the platform sharers. Look that. at you. Yeah. Look. So, uh, Donnie said he drove from Daytona to Houston doing the Lemons Rally and then driving home and said Cadillac. It's given him some time to think, and I believe I have an FMK Cars for you. Okay. So, Ian, I'm going to present you with this FMK Cars. Okay. This one is Here, called... I'll drive okay. uh, the Google Yeah, machine. some Googling. Okay. Do we need the Google machine? Sure, Google? sure. Okay. Oh, actually, he has some pictures, but... You'll be all right. Okay. Okay. Um, this one is called, <clears throat> I will speak with the store manager and get back to you. 
Ian, picture if you will. Donnie has painted a picture for us. Okay. It's 1989. Okay. You, Ian, are middle management at a Montgomery Ward's department <laughs> store. Yes. You decide that you now, you decide that now that you've made it big in middle management. Uh-huh. You're going to treat yourself to a slightly used luxury car. Okay. Because you're a learned individual. Option one. I'm just going to concentrate on the keyboard. 1987 Cadillac (laughs) Samaram. Yes, he's... Yes, I'm starting off biased here. Okay. Is what Donnie says. All right. The only one in your price range comes with a pair of saddle-colored driving gloves. Okay. That you have to wear anytime you're outside your house. Okay. Driving gloves. Got it. Saddle colored. Got it. Okay. Okay. Option two. New tab. 1987 Peugeot 505. Oh. You've managed to find a beige sedan with a diesel, but now- Uh, This keyboard, I don't like it. I know. I don't don't like it. I know. I don't- No me gusta. Oh God, what's (laughs) happening? You can't type. I can't talk. We're a great <laughs> podcast, aren't we? I got it. I got okay. there eventually. Okay. So a a beige sedan with a diesel. But starting on Monday, Ian, you're now in charge of all vacuum cleaner sales. <laughs> okay. All right. Just throwing Cheerios on the floor and so I don't even up. get the turbo one. Nope. No. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I do always, th- I've, uh, I have always thought that these things look kind of cool. I love the headlights. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Lastly, <clears throat> Ian. Yeah. We're going to speak your language. 1987 Audi. You know what it's going to be? Hmm. 4,000. Hmm. That's right. the better one anyway. Yep. Is it CS, CS? Quattro? Is yep. it really? Yep. <gasps> You're Super looking cool. at a red 2.2 five cylinder, but it comes with a pair of suspenders and a bald spot. That will grow by one hair per mile that you drive. Okay. 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 All right. Okay. Those are nice. Yeah. God, you got to love the Wikipedia. So what was the catch? I was so excited about 4,000 CS Quattro. Um, It comes with a pair of suspenders. Okay. And a bald spot that will grow one hair that will grow by one hair per mile as you drive. Oh, okay. Okay. So I can fill in my bald spot. Yes. Interesting, interesting, interesting. Uh-huh. I could I could take it. Okay. Yeah. So do I want thank you, Donnie, for this FMK cars. It's fantastic. Okay. Yes. I think the answer here. Hmm. And you have to come do the Lemons Rally with us in Denver, Donnie, mm-hmm. because one of us plans on bringing a vegan. It's me. And both it's of the- us are going to be in it. Correct. Yes. What's the what's the catch with the Peugeot again? The quiet that, that is, you're in charge of vacuum cleaner sales. Vacuum cleaner sales. Mm. Yep. You get to make dad jokes about how it's this vacuum cleaner isn't great. It sucks. Right. Yeah. 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 Oof. So here's my dilemma: is that okay. I think obviously the the driving glove catch is the least onerous of all of them. Right. Right. The Peugeot, I think, is the prettiest car. Uh huh. But it's also the slowest because it's the diesel. Yep. And the the catch is not great. No, the catch is rough. That's that's depressing. Vacuum cleaner sales. That's depressing. Um, and then the four thousand is yeah. the, would be the most exciting to drive, but it comes with those suspenders and a bolt spot. But it comes with the suspenders and a bolt spot. Uh-huh. Okay, 
Okay. Okay. Here's what I'm going to do. Okay. I'm going to crush the Peugeot. Oh, whoa. I'm taking a big swing here. You are? Okay. I'm going to marry the Cimarron. Okay. And I will, for a day, drive the Quattro. Okay. What do you plan on doing in your Quattro? Uh, I'm going to rally the shit out of it. (laughs) What are you going to do with your leather gloves? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just going to be that guy. I'll just, just be, be an eccentric person that wears gloves. I am aware of a <laughs> uh, of an individual um, that constantly wears uh, like weightlifter gloves. Okay. Very odd person. I bet. Yeah. Is there, do we know, is there an explanation? Is it like a I, of mice and men situation where they're keeping one hand nice for their lady? Nope. Okay. Yeah. Fingerless leather gloves. Yeah. That doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Nope. They sweat a lot. I bet. Yeah. Yeah. That would be a sweaty thing to do. I'll tell you more about it after the show. Sounds great. I can't yeah. wait. Uh-huh. Tune in for Apex Adjacent After Dark. <laughs> um, okay. Well, thank thank you, Donnie, for yes. sending that to us. I, I think you've chosen well, Ian, although I, I think I may marry the Peugeot. Really? And deal with vacuum cleaner sales. Okay. Right? Yeah. And uh, just, you know, uh, spout the wonderful news of the latest Hoover. <laughs> Talk shit about those guys hawking Kirby's door-to-door. <laughs> Right? Losers. Yeah. The steam engine equivalent of the vacuum cleaner. Yeah. Thank you. Have you seen their business cards? You know I have a Kirby vacuum cleaner take, Ian. (laughs) For real, my mom actually has a Kirby. Oh, really? Have you ever seen one? No. Okay. I'm I'm pulling up an image of Kirby vacuum cleaner. We're now Googling vacuum. This is what we've come to. Yeah. We started the show with a Tesla exclusive. And I'm looking. And now we're Googling vacuum cleaners. It it looks. I didn't know they were still a thing. I didn't either. Yeah. L- look at the price tag on that one. Uh, $1,200. What? Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's a new one. Uh-huh. Okay. My, oh, this is, this looks like the one mother has. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Very, yeah. 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 It looks like, um, yeah, it looks like Tron, you know, fucked a dust buster and there you go. <laughs> 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 oh, this might be my mom trying to sell hers. Look, <laughs> seller info, Susan. Susan. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Oh my God. Um, yeah. So Kirby back in Truck fucking dustbuster. Yep. Yep. And now I'm on Kirby's Wikipedia page. Stop me, Ian. I like how this episode uh-huh. the arc of this episode uh-huh. really just mirrors the arc of the promise of this show as well just right into the ground okay ian <laughs> i've got thank thank you donnie thank you and donnie. we are always <clears throat> enthused and very happy to see what you're doing with cars because you are a, a positive force in the automotive community yes we're very thankful a person who does it correctly for your friendship and for your presence yes yes and absolutely if you come here for the lemons rally next year you have a place to stay right okay obviously and on the show and on, oh yeah of course on the show i want you to drive the cimarron cimarron <laughs> Into the blanket fort. Yeah. <laughs> I want to idling <laughs> right there. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, what is next? You you have what a cryptic s- thing on the on the list, and I don't know what it means. What does it say? So I on can't. The, on intro, the talk I can't. Boots. You can't expect me to then uh, segue us when I don't know what it means. Okay, but read it to the people. It says Dave bringing another one into the fold. Okay, so my neighbor. 
uh, sent me a text earlier today. Okay. Um, she was having a, an issue with her car. Okay. Uh, it is a it is a Ford Edge, like a 2008 Ford Edge. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Um, and this is going to be something we can all relate to. She was replacing the battery on it. Okay. And then a catastrophic series of errors started to begin <laughs> happening. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I'm familiar with how that goes. Okay. Uh, so as she... I need to show you a picture of this battery terminal locking mechanism. Okay. Because it is insane. So as she was reassembling the little bits to lock the battery uh, terminal or the battery cable to the terminal, uh-huh. a piece of it fell into the engine bay. Oh, no. Yes. Oh, no. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> See? See? Oh, that's the start of a bad day. On top of that, it's not a part that you can just go to the store and get. You can't uh, get it from AutoZone. You can't get it from any. Nobody has it. Of course not. She even went to the uh, to the Ace Hardware down the street from me that has like all the like tiny weird the crazy little, shit. Yeah. Right? Those little drawers that I can spend hours looking at. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. Th- they couldn't help her. Oh, no. Okay? Oh, no. Uh, so she sent me a text, all right, uh-huh. and said, hey, you know, uh, do you have anything that, you know, could could be used to fix this, et cetera? Uh-huh. Um, and I said, you know, like, uh, I'll, be, I'll be back to my house in a little bit. Let me, we'll take a look at it, okay? okay? So I roll up on the set, and here we go. Here's a great picture of it. Okay, let me get, let me get that pen app out here. Okay, hang on. Here we go. All right, we're doing it, Ian. Oh, you're going to draw. We're going to draw. Okay. All right. We're, we're doing it. Fire up Epic Pin. Let's do this. Okay. So I want you to pay close attention to, this is the weirdest fucking design. Okay. This is the positive terminal? Uh, both positive and negative are like this. Oh, weird. Okay. okay. So you see on the battery terminal, so the battery terminal goes here. Right. Right. But to lock it, normally you would have a screw in this side that somehow locked and then a bolt on this side that you tightened right, right yeah, to yeah. clamp around the terminal. Not so Ford looked at this and said, you know what? We got all kinds of ways of fucking this up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. They, yeah. These screw posts here where the uh, other main uh, uh, power cables terminate into okay. this uh, one gotcha. like head end. Right? Gotcha. 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 Okay. okay. So this little guy right here is the clamp for squeezing the battery terminal this way. But why though? Exactly. What the fuck? So what happens? It's so it, listeners. If you imagine two triangle faces and at, with a bolt threaded through it, and as you tighten the bolt, the triangle faces slide, which move that laterally. You can see right as yeah. you as you tighten that. Yeah, no, I get it. Right as I you get tighten it. that, it moves this. Here, yeah. right? Like I get how, right? Exactly, but why is the question? Yeah. So when she was taking it apart, this this triangle piece, this top triangle piece, fell into her engine bay. Oh. Okay. Oh, that sucks. So she went everywhere. She tried to find it. She was very intent on doing it herself, right? Um, but unfortunately, she couldn't, and she couldn't find it. Uh, also, Ford Edge, two thousand eight Ford Edge. Guess how big the splash guard is. It's like this TV remote. It's like this tiny strip. And it just happened to fall on that? Nope. Couldn't, I couldn't find it. I couldn't find it. I was shaking the car, you know, all that stuff, trying to find it. Nope. I was tapping on, on the, uh, there, there is a plastic splash guard, like strip. Yeah. thinking maybe it fell that way. Nope. Right. Couldn't find it. Right. So I, Ian, Uh I said, you know what? Yeah. Here's what we're going to do. 
we're going to go to the you pull and pay. Nice. Right? So she had never been to a you pull and pay yard. Uh-huh. Right? I I drove us there. She paid for the admission. Uh-huh. Right? The first Ford Escape that we walked up to, even though she had an edge. Yeah. Well, first I saw a Mercury Mariner, and I was like, let's see if it's on one of these. But they had completely cut the battery cables. Okay. Not even leaving the terminals. Wow. Okay. Right? And I was like, oh, shit. Are they all like that? Because yeah. I've never looked for battery-centric parts at a... You pull it yard. Right. And they're all about speed when these cars come in. Yeah. Right? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, no dice on the Mariner, went down the road to a Ford Escape, and boom, there it was. It was a slightly different bolt size, mm-hmm. but it was the same mechanism, and so we took both the upper and lower pieces and the bolt nice. and, and the uh, nut, and we were able to, to get that onto her car. <laughs> yeah. But she had never been to a U-pull-it yard before. Yeah. Right. And and she was like, "Oh man, I'm gonna like start looking for all the little things that are broken on right. my car." Yeah. And so this is one of those w- wonderful instances where when you go to the U-pull it yard, you need like that one exact thing, right? Yep. So you pay your two, three dollars admission, admission, whatever, uh-huh. right? And then when you go to pay, they you just hold out your hand with the tiny part that you bought, and they're like, "Oh, well, they just wave you through." Right. They're yeah. like, "We already got two or three bucks out of you." Right. Go on. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's more trouble for them to document it. Yep. Right? Yep. So they're just like, I, I, that, that happened to me with a Saab um, sun visor clip. Oh, okay. Right? One of those broke. And like, so I went to the U-Pull yard just for one of those. Because mm-hmm. it's pretty annoying when your sun visor doesn't clip. Yes, right? it does. Yes. Shaking around. Yep. I've had to, I have like uh, somewhere a bag of those for my Volkswagen because I've, <laughs> because the seats are too big. Oh, oh, so they lean forward. So they catch on them. And if you don't, because if you don't like do the motion of the, of the seat exactly right, uh-huh. it'll catch and bust the clips. Oh, okay. And I've done, I've gone through probably three of them. Okay. And so I have like a bag of them uh-huh. that I bought from like ECS tuning or something sure, or like that. Sure. And so, yeah. Nice. So, I, yes, I sympathize with that exact issue. Right. <laughs> Right? Yeah. So another one has come into the fold with the you pull it yard. Nice. I like right? it. I like right? that. Yeah. You pull it yards, man. I don't like this. No, that design is insane. But why though? So the only thing that I was thinking, the only the only reason. So what happens sometimes when somebody is tight tightening a, a battery with a wrench, yeah. that wrench will fold over to the point where it hits something else and arcs. Right? I guess. I know because I've accidentally done it. <laughs> well, yes, but I mean, that's not a zero possibility here either. It, it's not, but I'd say that this slightly reduces it. Yeah. Right. Seems because like you're, a you're long just way com- to go. Yeah. You're just coming at it with a socket, maybe. Right. And swinging it where it's not really going to touch anything else, maybe. Yeah. I mean, I would just do the other one with the socket, too. You know? Yeah, exactly. Keep it upright. Yeah. Don't arc it on things. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't cross the streams. Right. Yeah. That's really bizarre. Isn't it? Well, but also like, uh, especially in the, so both positive and negative are like Yeah. That? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. And for the po- for the negative, you had to get kind of a little bit further back towards the firewall underneath the cowl. So you, I just couldn't hit it with the bit driver to tighten it up quick. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. Right? Super weird. Yeah. It was so, it's such an odd, horrible design mm-hmm. because if it's just a threaded bolt coming through and you lose the nut. You can go to any hardware store anywhere and get a nut. You just take right. that screw and say, I need the thing for this. Yep. Right? Yep. Yeah. More than like people like me, 
probably already have a nut that fits that thread. Right. Right. Yeah, you probably have one someplace yeah. Yeah, exactly. in a drawer. Right. Or I could take something off like one of the air filter holders. Right. Get yourself to the store. Exactly. There you go. Right. That's dumb. Isn't that the craziest design for a battery terminal thing? Yeah, that is dumb. Right? No me gusta. Okay. All right. Ian. Yes, Dave. You have alluded to something being on your list, and you called it Research Rabbit Hole. <clears throat> yes. So, Do I this need- show has been going for a while, but yeah, I will just say that I have pivoted in my... Well, pivot is the wrong word. <laughs> vacillated, again. Okay. In my... Uh, in my idea about what I'm going to replace the sob with. Oh, really? This is just, it's just adding to the indecision and making it so I'm still own the sob right. instead of actually doing something. This is what we call analysis paralysis. Yes. Yeah. I have decided that we need an electric car. Okay. As right. our daily driver in the city. And I, I think I am correct. <laughs> okay. And it's going to be a tech buggy. Yes, go ahead. Dave, you, (laughs) the front row. First of all, the sentence, we need an electric car. Uh You would like an electric car. I think that, I I actually think that it would fit our our life the best. Yes, I agree with that. I agree with that. Yeah. Go on, proceed. And partly, it's because they are crazy cheap. Okay, all right. Like used sort of like second tier electric cars. Uh Uh-huh. Give me are, an example. Are super cheap. So the one that kind of really piqued my interest was I saw a certified pre-owned, okay, like 2016 uh-huh. e-golf. Oh, okay. Um, and they're like eleven thousand dollars. Yeah, they're they're super cheap. Yes. Um, even for certified pre-owned ones. Now, on some more. Research, I did find that we really would want the SEL model, okay, which uh, provides fast charging. Oh, yeah, the SE does not, okay. Uh, so you can't really, you can basically can't charge it on like 220, okay, or use like public charging if you don't have the SEL, right? Um, but even then, they're still like 15 and under, wow, which is and they get have a range of like 115 miles, 115. Uh, miles, right? Which is really all we would need. Okay, um, you know, because you're at the point now where long road trips you rent a car. Yeah, we rent a car anyway because right. the Saab is unreliable. Right, and and you put you you have to bring so much on these road trips that like that if you're already packing to the degree that you're <coughs> filling the Saab, right? Renting a car and being able to bring a couple more bicycles and like a couple of those like comfort things, right? Totally worth it, right? Exactly. To increase what you're able to do at these destinations, exactly. Right. Entertain the kiddos, exactly. Right. So I was looking at God, that. Gee, are you a cult leader? I'm on board, right? Did you just become the leader of the worst cult? I think so. <laughs> and then he has amazing hair and funny car ideas. <laughs> and then I started kind of going down the rabbit hole of like other. Uh, uh, like California uh, uh-huh. market uh, electric cars electric cars uh-huh. and there's a lot to choose from most of them are way too small for right. what would work for Your us Fiat 500Es and whatnot. right yes the other one that's sort of intriguing that I know I would never be able to talk my wife into is it a Fisker Karma <laughs> it is not a Kia Soul you can get an electric Kia Soul what yes they exist um what? Yep. 
Why did I not know this was a thing? Yeah. The Soul EV? <clears throat> yes. So the older ones only get around like 100 miles of range. The new one gets 243 miles. Right. But you can't buy it in Colorado. Okay. So you got to go to California and buy it? Right. So you basically have to wait till it's available secondhand. But even still... That's a pretty intriguing package. It is. Like, it's kind of quirky. Yeah. It's pretty practical. No, I'm into it. Right? It's pretty good for the city, and it's way more appealing as an electric car to me. Yeah, than a, than a standard petrol car. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's it's a definitely an interesting thing. I don't think it's... It's not available in all-wheel drive or whatever, but... Honestly, dude, those Hakapolita snow tires... Right. And that, you're going to be great. Yeah. If Peter runs front wheel drive and hockey's up in Vail, right? No, and that's exactly what I was thinking, right? right? Like, right. we just need to be able to, like, again, yeah, like drive it to Keystone, plug it into a charger while we ski, right? And then be able to go home. Yeah, that's it. You'd be am- that would be amazing, right? Yeah, um, you and keep- we would have enough range, barely, probably, to be able to do that. Yeah, um, it's an interesting idea. Yeah. And they're, again, I can't stress like how cheap these cars are. No, because I've gone down the rabbit hole myself. Even a Leaf, which I think is a little too small for us. Yep. Yep. They're, they're less than $15,000 too. I had a friend of mine pick one up for 10 grand a couple of years ago. Right? Yeah. Um, It was the first generation Leaf. So it only got like, you know, what, 58 miles Right. Yeah. It's not very much. But he, he worked like four miles from where he lived. Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. Very short commute. Yeah. So yeah, like a first gen leaf, I don't think would be enough for us because right. I think by the time you pile a whole bunch of yeah. kids and no. junk and shit in it. And plus those batteries are so many years old now. Right. I don't yeah. think that would be a good fit for us. Right. right. But if we could reliably get a hundred, a hundred ish miles of range. Yeah. Um, that, that would be it. That would be all we would need. Right. Right. So that's kind of where I'm at now. I really like this direction. Right? So a while ago, I went down a rabbit hole myself because I have always uh, had an eye for those Cadillac ELRs. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you probably don't like them. Yeah. No, they're a little too... Angular for you? I mean, they're interesting. Yeah. I really like it. And they're hybrids, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So it's it's uh, the Cadillac version of the Chevy Bolt. Right. 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 And yep. we sat in one. It is very cramped. It is. It's it very is. small. Do you really fit in it? I think so. Yeah. Okay. We, uh, oftentimes, just a straight up two seater is easier for me to fit in than no, that makes somebody sense, yeah. that tries to make it a four seater. Right. Yeah. Um. So I was looking for one uh, and considering it before I bought the old man sedan. Oh. Yeah. Really? Yeah. How much are, how much do they go for now? I think I was seeing them for around 18, but that was a couple years ago. Oh, really? Yeah. That's kind of an interesting, like at that price point that makes, that's in, intriguing. When they what? were new, they no. were like crazy no. expensive for what they were. No, no, no. Yeah. 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 $75,000 in uh-huh. 2014. Right? <laughs> yeah. That's insane. Right? Yeah, that's crazy expensive. Yeah, no, I would always see one plugged into the 110 outlet <clears throat> in the parking garage at work. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, as a as a $15,000 car, right. that's an intriguing thing. Right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's that's what's so interesting about all these. And even volts, like uh-huh. a volt would be a, would possibly be a good option for us too. Right. They're not expensive either. Okay. Um. But I would, I think a pure electric car is a little more interesting to me, but a, yeah. a Volt could be interesting too to like get us up into the mountains, like get yeah. us a little further. Yeah, range extension. Right. Yeah. 
Um, but I think like a Leaf or an i3 would be too small. I love the i3. The Golf is like, would barely work for okay. us. Okay. I saw a an I, I saw an i3. Mm-hmm. I was telling my wife about this because she hates the i3, especially in that copper color. Yeah. She finds it very jarring visually. Right. As I think a lot of people do. I like it. Mm-hmm. But I saw a, an i3 dust somebody from a stoplight <laughs> that was, you know, like they they pulled over to the lane that ended thinking that they were gonna get around the car quickly. Oh, right. And the i3 I, was like, watch this. <laughs> That's awesome. It was so great. That's pretty funny. I was like, oh shit, little I3 go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. Um, yeah. Ian, I'm I'm behind this. And here, okay, so that my, my other thought too, that maybe you may not be into. Okay. Is that eventually, like, if we decide that we do need a, a like a mountain car, like if one of the kids gets into skiing or sure, whatever, sure. and as the kids get older, we we do need something bigger. We'll just get like a winter beater yeah. truck yeah. as a third car. Yes. You know? Yeah. Because this would be cheap enough yeah. to where we could probably do that. Yeah. Whereas like if we're looking at buying something more expensive, we wouldn't be able to do that. Right. Right. I'm good yeah. with that. Yeah. Yeah. Ian, I'm good with that. Okay. Yeah. Ian, how many bicycles do I have? That's true. <laughs> okay. That's true. That's true. Yeah. I will say, Jenny, I brought up the the winter beater uh-huh. third option not she was like we are not we do not need three cars i was like but don't we <laughs> it was like because then i could make my car just a track car right, right. it could we i could go crazy with it right and we wouldn't have to worry about it being a practical car in any way right right which would be ideal you would daily the winter beater if you needed to tool around town or your track car right right yeah <laughs> this oh. makes sense i'm glad i'm glad <laughs> Uh, so just uh, if you just want to show me the draft of your email <laughs> to my wife, that would be great, and then I'll I'll just uh, approve and send. Great, thanks. Okay, moving on. Ian, I I just I, accidentally dropped my mic. <laughs> I am in a hundred percent support of this direction. Here's here's my take on it. Okay, okay. So that Kia Soul, right? Uh-huh. I think that's what you target. Yeah. Okay. Um, the resistance maybe. Would Jenny, do you think Jenny would drive something like that? No. Oh, okay. Do you think that that's just completely out? Yeah, I don't think, I don't think she would be into that. I don't think she would like it. I think she would like the golf. Just from a styling perspective, she wouldn't be into it? Right. At all? No, I don't think so. Really? Yeah. So then, I mean, do we have to take that off the table? Because I, since that 243 mile range Kia goes on sale for 2020. Yeah. Right? You keep the Saab running for two more years. Oof. I don't know. Two years? You think you can get two years out of it? I don't know. I don't know. If I, I don't think I want to. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, then I'm all for you getting rid of the sob sooner rather than later. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, and the, my other thought I'm tired of sharing sob ownership with you. Right. Yeah. Well, the other thing, too, is like even, even if I did go the golf route and then I waited, I, you know, these things are only going to get better. Yeah. Yeah, as like infrastructure improves and yep. as the batteries improve, they're only going to get better. And right now, the resale value seems like it's so low. Yeah, that that's all that can't get much worse, right? Like, right, right. Or or if it continues to get worse, then I just replace it with something something better. I mean, that's right. 50, right now, the an electric car, uh, a fully electric car, right, 
which is this seems crazy to me that they're all in the same range uh-huh. as what I've paid for all of my both of my other cars when I bought them originally. Yeah, that's what I got the old man around what I got the old man sedan for. Me too. But these are all newer than those were. Right, right. And like some of these cars that I was finding were like 20,000 miles. Right. Like brand new. Right, right. For basically less than half of what they were originally. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which is crazy. Right? So, I don't know. It I'm seems in, like the answer to me. I'm into know. this. So, so like, are you thinking e-golf then? You're just going to keep an eye on I think that's e-golf? the baseline. Okay. I'm intrigued by the Soul, by the Kia Soul electric. But I if, think it's kind of interesting. They're hard to find. But I think they're... For good I reason. I think it's... Yeah, because they didn't sell that many of them. Yeah. Uh, I think they're interesting. Um, and then there was a couple of others that was like, maybe a Volt. Okay. Um, if she won't go for the Soul, I don't think she'll go for the Volt. Well, the Volt is not, is interesting because it has the range extension. Uh, right. Right. That doesn't matter to Jenny. Yeah, I think it might. Yeah? Yeah, I think it would. Hmm. Um... And then there was some other ones that I was think that I was looking at. I can't remember what they were now. You, Audi, those an Audi e-tron. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yep. Okay. Yep. Um, Didn't we see a Volt at the track one time? Yes, but I don't think it actually. I think we saw it in the paddock. I don't think we actually saw it on track. I thought I saw it do a lap. That would be funny. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, not it wouldn't be a new one. But, right. Right. Um, so yeah, I think the e golf is the baseline, and then I'm I'm maybe a leaf. Okay, if we could like put a roof box on it or something, I don't know. Okay, um, I've never seen a leaf with uh, car seats in it either. Okay, which is a interesting thing to me. How how long? How much longer do you have to go with a rear facing car seat? Only a couple more months. Oh, nice. Okay, so when he turns two. Okay. We'll turn them around. So till April. Oh, cool. Okay. So I think we could be crammed for another like four months, four yeah. five months. Um, you know, with the seat way forward. Yeah. Um, I mean, we fit the rear facing car seat in my car. Right. 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 Um, and the new golfs are bigger than mine. So right. Right. we should be okay. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's where, that's where my head's at. I like that, Ian. Yeah. The, our long running segment, will Ian replace the Saab? Yeah. It's been going for like a year. <laughs> yeah. I've been running it for much longer than that. But, yeah, I know. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I, I want to move on okay, and wrap I, up because this has been long already. It, it has, but I applaud you <clears throat> in your research in thinking about getting rid of the SOP. Thank you. I think that that's a very positive step forward. Thank you. I'm, pr- I I'm, did, I'm truly proud of you. I did this research uh, when I should have been doing work. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, on the phone, on the toity. Yeah. Right? No, it was when I was supposed to be doing work. Gotcha. Well, sometimes that stuff really pulls us in. Yeah, it's true. Yes. Um, so I want to wrap up. Mm-hmm. With an FMK cars from the archives, okay, all right. Because you, sir, have made the brilliant decision no. No. to travel during Thanksgiving week, and not only are you traveling during Thanksgiving week. Don't tell people the exact times of my logistical movements, Ian. Don't dox this is me. bad opsec. Yes, very bad opsec. You are going to be traveling during a, a snowstorm, probably. Probably. 100% yes. 100 And not only that, you're going to be following the snowstorm. Yes, I'm supposed to travel. <laughs> I'm supposed As to the snowstorm off. departs for from Denver to yes, Kansas City. That's when I'm supposed to leave. That's when you're doing the same thing. Oh, fuck. And 
but it's okay. It's only during the busiest travel week of the year. Exactly. Exactly. That's fine. It'll be great. It's great, everyone. It'll be great. So I'm going to give you an FMK cars that I gave you a few years ago yep, when you yep. were doing the same thing. Yep. Yep. And I thought it was funny then. And it's still funny now. <laughs> is it? Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. So this one is called, this is a Thanksgiving themed FMK cars. It okay. is called... I give thanks that I now have eight hours alone in the car without any of those people. <laughs> in honor of Thanksgiving, a planes, trains, and automobiles themed FMK cars. Okay. For each one, your primary mode of transportation falls through in spectacular fashion. Uh-huh. In all of these scenarios, you end up at your parents' house just in time for a Thanksgiving dinner. Okay. okay. Just in time. Okay. All right. First one, planes. Okay. You must spend the two days before Thanksgiving in O'Hare Airport. Oh, Jesus. But okay. after that, you get to finish your trip in an Alpina B10 Turbo. Okay. By Turbo. Okay. Alpina B10. A learned B10 Turbo. <laughs> Biturbo. 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 It's Biturbo. Biturbo. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. All right. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. So I drive yes. from Chicago to my mother's house. Correct. In the Alpina. Yes. Okay. And and you get good weather okay. for that for that leg. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. But I have to spend amazing. two days no hair. Correct. Okay. Like dealing with like delayed flights. Right. And, so like Tuesday, yeah. Wednesday this week, you're yeah. in O'Hare. Okay. okay. And you cannot leave. Okay. You don't get to go sightseeing in Chicago or any of that. You're uh, in O'Hare. I want to see the bean. <laughs> I know you do. <laughs> All right. Trains. Okay. You must ride Amtrak. Coach, no sleeper car, <laughs> from Denver to San Francisco to Chicago. Oh, Jesus. In Chicago, you pick up a 2003 Bentley Continental R for the drive okay. to Kansas City. Okay. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. There's not a great way to get from Chicago to Kansas City. Yeah. I mean, this is a pretty good that, way. That is a great way. This is a good way. way. That is a great way. Okay. Right. right. How relaxed would you be after oh, that? Oh, man, that would be really nice. Okay. 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 Automobiles. Okay. From your house, uh huh. you drive a Rolls Royce Phantom okay. to the Denver airport, <laughs> where you pick up your rental car for the rest of the trip, a 1986 Chrysler LeBaron Town & Country. <laughs> Convertible or normal? Uh... Sure. What dealer's choice? Whatever you want. You can have a you can have a hard top. If you want to hurt me, you give me a convertible. You can have a hard top, buddy. Okay. I think this is already painful enough <laughs> for everyone. Everyone who is not familiar with uh, with Seinfeld. with where Denver lives, uh-huh. where, where Denver lives, where Dave lives in Denver. Yeah. It is not that far to the airport. No, it's not. You're, that's what a ten mile journey. Yeah, it's just a hop, skip, and a jump. Yeah, yeah. and then it's another. 12 hours? Uh, eight and a half. Eight and a half hours yeah. from the Denver airport to Kansas City? Yeah. 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 And this is obviously, this is also in featured heavily in Planes, Trains, Planes, and Automobiles. Trains, and Automobiles. Yes. Yes. Okay. <sighs> I forgot about this one. I love this it. Fun. I love it. Okay. All right. I think I have to kill the Rolls Royce to LeBaron. Okay. Right. Yep. Yep. That's the that's smart. A tiny bit of time in the rolls. Yeah. Right. Okay. For for say one visit, right? Uh-huh. Versus the rest of my life. Uh-huh. Right. I will take the Bentley. The train. Yeah. And the Bentley. Okay. Right? Okay. I'm I'm not one of those people that can sleep anywhere. 
Okay. I'm kind of a picky sleeper sometimes. Oh yeah, that would be rough then. It would. It would. But that's it, like a three day plane <laughs> or train ride. Yeah. At some point, I would hit the level of exhaustion, yeah. and I probably would sleep. But you just hallucinate the whole way. <laughs> yeah. Right. I just Salvador <laughs> Dali panics. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> um, and uh, I I think that I would marry the uh, the spending two days in O'Hare. Okay. And. Uh, and also being sleep deprived there. I was going to say, do you think you would sleep better in an airport or in the train? Airport. Okay. Yeah, I think right. I'd sleep better. I would find, you know, yeah, I'd like the Lufthansa gate that no, that hasn't seen a flight for a while or whatever. Right. You know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Just call in a, a like a, a, uh, a, like a rat sighting there you to, go. uh, to one of the, like, uh, what's the, the nuts place or like the, this joke is going really well. Oh, like the Hudson News places? Yeah. Okay. So like the Hudson News, and then you just camp out in there. <laughs> right, yeah. right. There you go. Okay. All right. That but then I would love great. the Alpina. Yeah. Yeah. Is right. that is that what you would do? No, I think I would I would also crush the rolls. Okay. Um and then I would probably I think I would ride I think I would sleep better on the train. Okay. Than, than in I would, an airport. Than I would in an airport. Because okay. I would just the airport would be too distracting. Like I would just end up spending like four thousand dollars at a bar. <laughs> right. If I was trapped in an airport for sure. two days. Sure. On three drinks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um so I think I would do that once, do the Alpina once, even though that's the car that I like the most okay. of the three. Okay. And then I would I would marry the the train. Okay, and yeah. and the Bentley Conti. Mm -hmm. Oh man, that's really nice. Yeah, right. That's mm. lovely. Those trains have Wi-Fi now. Oh, oh, yeah. Anyway, I like that, Ian. Dave, um, it that's was very nice doing this show with you. Um, yes. I hope you make it. We'll with see your travel dice roll stuff. Wow, that's yep. gonna be fun. Yep. Uh, so happy Thanksgiving, everybody. We're yes. going to probably put the show out early so that you can uh, harass your relatives or who, your significant other with it as you traverse the country going to your own Thanksgiving Day plans. Perfect. Um, yeah, so uh, happy Thanksgiving. We are very thankful for everyone that listens to this show. Donnie for sending us an email. Mm -hmm. Henry for all your voicemails. Our buddy Nick Lindy. Our friend Mark. We're thankful for all the wonderful people. Jesse that make up the, the fantastic... Apex adjacent community. Absolutely. Yeah. Is Absolutely. it big enough to call a community or are we just a clutch of individuals? Are we just a, a, a loose gathering of crazy folk? We're a gaggle. We're a gaggle. Okay. Yeah. Yes. The, the apex adjacent gaggle. We're very thankful for all of you. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and we would love if you see crazy stuff over the Thanksgiving day break, seven, two, zero, five, one, five, one, three, nine, one. Boom. Nailed it. That's the number you call if you see some weird stuff out there. Yep. Or you can send us a text even. Yep. Um, or you can send us an email, apexadjacent at gmail.com. Yep. Uh, we're on the media's social, all of those. Yep. Uh, except for TikTok. Don't do that. <laughs> and um, I think that's it. I, th I think it is. We love you, everyone. Travel safely. Cybertruck! Tech buggy. Tech <laughs> buggy.